With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Do you want to make more Dynasty trades? Sure, we all do. Tune in once a week to the Trade Addicts podcast and see how easy it is to train to be a great Dynasty trader. At Trade Addicts Pod, thousands of men and women have prepared to win championships without sacrificing value. And now, from your phone, car, or computer, you can learn to increase your team's dynasty value. Many topics such as keep trade by, make amends, and trade addicts trades will get you ready to make your own trades. So make the important call right now and check out the Trade Addicts Podcast. You're now listening to the Destination Debbie Podcast. I present your host, Ray Garvin, the creator of Destination Debbie, and your go-to source for all things Debbie and college football. What's going on, Destination Debbie fam? Welcome back to the station, Destination Debbie. It's your boy, Jordan Richards, back to host a brand new show with my partner, Ray GQ. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at your boy, Jay Rich. And make sure, if for some reason you're not following Ray, follow Ray on Twitter at Ray GQ. Now, this is going to be the Keep Trade Cut show where my partner, Ray, and I tell you about some players that are kind of hot topics in the community right now. Now, if you don't know Keep Trade Cut, it's very simple. We select three players. We evaluate based on their grades, their ADP, their kind of potential heading into the next season. Then we tell you who we'd keep, who we would trade, who we would cut. Now, again, we're going to be talking about these hot pressing players in the community right now. And today we're going to start off with a really fire topic. I'm really excited about it. But first, I'm going to kick it to Ray to see how you doing today, man. Yeah, man, I'm excited about this one. This is, um, you know, right now we are in the 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 start of dynasty season, right? We got the rookie draft coming up, NFL pro days and NFL draft, dynasty startups left and right. And I think this is going to be a very useful show to help people sort of gauge what we're doing with these players that have similar values. They were, you know, they play the same position and what we would actually do with these players on our current dynasty team. So I think this is going to be a fantastic addition to the channel. Excited about this show and excited to help everybody out there uh, watching out, you know, dominate their Debbie and Dynasty Leagues, man. So this is going to be a dope show, man. I'm excited. 
Absolutely. Now, for the first episode, we agreed we want to start with some really hot topic players. So for the first keep trade cut, we're talking about 2020 rookie running backs. Now, you know, we saw a lot of different rookie running backs do very well this past season. But the three that we're focusing on in particular, we're talking about Cam Akers, the running back for the Los Angeles Rams. We're talking about Clyde Edwards Elaire, the running back for the Kansas City Chiefs and the Jacksonville Jaguars undrafted free agent running back. James Robinson. Now, I want to kind of just draw a little baseline for you guys right now before we get started. Cam Akers in August 2020 to ADP was 30.5 overall in startups. James Robinson, as we all know, undrafted. Nobody drafted this guy. And Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was the 5.5 overall. So basically, the fifth overall player taken in August. Now, Ray, how did you feel about that going into those drafts? Yeah, I mean, you know... It seems about right, you know, and this is according to DLF, uh, Dynasty League Football's ADP. I mean, hell, Clyde was Clyde was definitely a first round pick in Dynasty startups, and this is this is this is Dynasty ADP, right? Not rookie draft ADP, correct? These are, this is where these players were being drafted overall, right? So if Clyde was going five, that means he was going damn. I mean, you're talking Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, and then like you know Clyde edwards Lair was right there. So at that time, I mean, it seemed like a good bet. You know, first the only running back drafted in the first round lands on the Kansas City Chiefs. And I mean, hindsight now, looking back on it, you know, I wouldn't have done that. But at the time, it seemed like, hell, five was a steal if you got Clyde Clyde there. And then James Robinson, I don't think we really expected a lot out of the Jacksonville backfield. I know there were some talks about Divine Zigbo and all these other guys. But yeah, man, looking back on it, what a difference a year makes. Now, of course, now I'm going to compare these three now. Now it's level playing field. If you look at the DLF ADP now, you have Cam Akers at 23 and a half overall. You have James Robinson at 29 overall, and you have Clyde Edwards-Elair at 19 and a half overall. So all these guys are in the same spot. So if you're in the second, third round of, of startup drafts right now, what are we doing with these guys? And most importantly, who are you going to keep? Who are you going to trade and who are you going to cut? Because fantasy production wise is a bit all over the place. James Robinson was seventh with 17.9 points per game. And he only played 14 games. Clyde edwards 13 and a half points per game in only 13 games. And Cam Makers was eight and a half points per game. But it's important to know that he did average 22.1 fantasy points per game in the fantasy playoffs. And that's why there's the hype building for Cam Akers. Now they got Matthew Stafford. They have a capable quarterback. What do we expect out of these guys and who are we going to keep? Who are we going to trade? Who are we going to cut? I know where I'm at. Where are you at, Ray? Ah, man, this is, um, I mean, I think you got to take a couple of things into consideration here, right? The upgrade for Cam Akers at quarterback with Matt Stafford is undeniable. You still have Wood, you still have Cup, and Cam Akers should be the feature back going forward. James Robinson, I know there's a lot of talk about him because he did not garner the draft capital of these two players, that there may be some uncertainty. But one thing we know about Urban Meyer, if you watched Ohio State, they want to pound the damn ball. They're going to take Trevor Lawrence. They're probably going to try to protect him, get some assets around him. I think James Robinson's safe for another season season. And I know a lot of people are down on CEH. I understand he did not give us the production we were looking for when he landed with Kansas City, but I am still not quitting CEH, who still had over, I believe, 1,100 yards from scrimmage in those 13 games played while never really being utilized to his full potential. So, I mean... Are you asking me right now to tell you which one I'm keeping, which one I'm trading or which one I'm cutting? Like right now, I got to give you that answer. So I think for me right now, I, I think when I look at the value, who is it that I want to keep? Who's the guy that I think long-term is the best asset, right? Because when I look at keep trade cut, 
trade for me is usually the most valuable asset in some regards because I can get the most return. Then usually the second guy is the guy I'll keep because I still see a good future and a high ceiling. And then the last guy, of course, you cut. But who is the guy you're keeping? Because for me, I think it's Cam Akers. When you look at his cost, he's actually cheaper than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And then when we look at the trades, I think he's the guy with the highest ceiling on top of that. We're talking about a guy who had, a, who had great testing numbers. He's extremely athletic. For him, it's just been about can he get the ball enough? Clyde, you know, he had that one great year. First year in the NFL, he looked okay. You know, we talk about how he hasn't succeeded on the goal line. He's not playing enough on third downs like we expected. So what do we expect from this guy going forward? Uh, yeah, man, it's this, this one is, is really, this is a tough one, man. We started with a tough one. If you're asking me, which of these players I'm keeping right now, I'm still going to keep Clyde Edwards, Elaire. Okay. I, I still believe in the talent of the player. I'm still going to lean on his first round draft capital. And I'm still going to lean on the fact that I do believe that to a certain degree, Kansas city was, and I know their offensive line was decimated, but maybe they were exposed just a tad bit. Like you cannot just throw the ball 60 times a game to win a Super Bowl. And I, I do believe that, uh, I hope I'm not, this maybe is just wishful thinking that they do turn the ball over to Clyde a little bit more. When he, when he got the dance, the, the issue was not him being ineffective when he got the ball. The issue was him not getting the ball. So hopefully if, if they can just say, look, we've got to get this guy the ball 15 to 17 times a game in variety of ways, I think Clyde is going to yield some very, very positive returns. So for me, I'm still going to keep Clyde, but it's really, really close for me, but I'm still keeping Clyde Edwards Elaire. Okay. So based on that discussion, I think we're kind of in the same camp here. We just need to figure out who are we going to keep and who are we going to trade between Cam Akers and um, Clyde Edwards Elaire. Am I right to think that you're probably going to cut James Robinson, even though we both like the talent, think he's a good player. He's probably got the lowest ceiling and the most replaceable asset, even though we both love that Urban Meyer offense. How do you feel about that? Yeah, and I think this this show is, is so difficult because cut, nobody in their right mind is really going to cut James Robinson. But I guess the way that we need to look at this is which player would I be okay with passing on in startup drafts? And I do believe that would be James Robinson. But here's why I would keep Clyde and trade Cam Akers, right? It's because I don't think you can get the same return for Clyde Edwards Elaire as you can Cam Akers, right? Even though Clyde is on Kansas City, he has burned and soured people so bad in year one. I think the upgrade to Matthew Stafford gives Cam Akers even more value. I know according to DLF ADP, he's still be dra being drafted four picks after Edwards Elaire, but I promise you, if if you offered one for one or had uh, your fantasy manager say, which player would you prefer, Cam Akers or Clyde? Nine times out of 10, I think Cam Akers would be the choice that they would make. So for that reason, I would trade Cam Akers as opposed to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire because I do think you can get more in return for Cam Akers. And then you talked about the 22 points per game during the fantasy playoffs. I just think you can get a little bit more for Akers now than you can Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So I'll keep Clyde, trade Cam, and cut James Robinson. But I am a big James Robinson truther. I like him a lot. And I think that's the best part about this show, right? When I was doing some research for it, I was looking up some trades and the trades you find for Cam Akers and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, they're all over the place. You find trades where you're trading Clyde Edwards-Alaire for Terry McLaurin, two second round picks and a third round pick. Would you take that? I'd probably take, I'd probably take the Terry side in that trade. What, what was the trade again? It was Clyde for Terry McLaurin, 
two second round picks this year and a third round pick. Yeah, I'd probably take that. Right. So yeah, I think that's a fair trade. I think I'm probably trading Clyde away. And so my general consensus when I was looking this up, right, is I thought that Clyde would be a little bit, has a little bit higher value, still that Kansas City bump. But it's funny because I did see one trade Cam Akers straight up for Clyde Edwards Hilaire, which is funny because, <laughs> like you said, I'd probably take the Cam Akers side. I think it's kind of a steal. But then you look at trades that were for Cam Akers and they're all over the place. Sometimes you're trading him for first round picks. And I'm assuming they're kind of one on ones. There's trades of him being traded with two first round picks, three first round picks to get Patrick Mahomes. There's all kinds of crazy trades because Cam Akers is an asset who's all over the place. Can he be a top five running back? Can he be a top 15 running back? We don't know because Matt Stafford is the key there. He's the key because for all we know, we could be getting Todd Gurley of 2017, 2018 all over again in that Rams offense and Cam Akers. Or we get the Rams offensive last season because Matt Stafford isn't as good as we thought. And Clyde Edwards-Lair runs off into the sunset on a Kansas City offense that we already know is outstanding. So that being said, you know, I think there's a lot that we can learn from this process. I think, Ray, this is a great exercise for both of us. But I think we're kind of on the same same side here. I'm all for keeping Clyde. I think, you, you to your point, you can get more for Cam Akers. But I think both of us are cutting James Robinson in this instance. And how do you, feel? what w- w- do we have any trades pulled for in- involving James Robinson? I just, I would like to see, you know, what his value is because there, most people are either all in on the James Robinson side or they're completely out. They're just not buying the undrafted free agent narrative. They're not buying the situation. They're not buying urban Meyer. They're not buying Jacksonville, but I, I'm very interested is interested to see uh, some deals involving James Robinson, just to see if we made a mistake and maybe he's the guy. Shit. What if it's James Robinson? We should trade cam makers. We should keep and cut Clyde, you know, pass over Clyde in, in startup drafts. You know, do we, do we have anything involving uh, James Robinson? So there's a few interesting ones here. And one in particular that really piqued my interest because it's trading for DeAndre Swift. And so if you put James Robinson and Chase Claypool, would you trade that for DeAndre Swift in a third round pick? No, no. Give me, give I me think James, I take the James Robinson side. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me James Robinson. Yes. James Robinson and Claypool right. or Swift in a third. Nah, James and Claypool. Now, here's another one. How do you feel about James Robinson straight up for Joe Mixon? I'm I'm getting Mixon. Yeah, it's just straight up. You're trading away James Robinson. You're getting Joe Mixon. No other pieces involved. I'd probably take Mixon. I think I'd take Joe Mixon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You you still believe in Burrow, eh? You still believe in Burrow? You still want to ride that train? Now, see, when you talk about picks, most of the time I'm seeing him go for basically a first and a second round pick. So if we assume those are kind of middle of the road picks... Maybe you switch him out for Javonta Williams and you pick up a Tylen Wallace in the second round. How would you feel about that trading away James Robinson for Javonta Williams and Tylen Wallace? Oh, and uh, that's and this is why it's so hard. This is why Dynasty is so fun. Without seeing draft capital into certain degree landing spot, I don't know if I would do that right now. I really don't. I don't know. I love college. I love Tyson Wallace. I think Javonta Williams, he's my RB2 in the class. Uh, uh, 
but Javonta Williams, if he produces and does what James Robinson did, that's what you're hoping you get out of Javonta Williams. I don't believe Tylen Wallace is a is a top 12, top 15, top 20 wide receiver at the NFL. So why am I trading away a proven player in James Robinson for what may be with Javonta Williams and what super may be with Tylen Wallace? I don't I don't know, man. I just the, the more we go around shit, if, if we're in a dynasty startup, if Clyde is coming off of the board as the 19th overall player, which is a what, uh, a, a mid to late, a late second round pick. Uh, I, I may just Very wait early. around. Uh, yeah, I may wait another round and a half, a round and a couple of picks and get James Robinson. So maybe Clyde is the player that I cut, i.e. pass over, keep can Now I'm talking myself out of Clyde. Now I'm talking about, I don't know what I do. Shit. I have no clue, man. See, uh, see the problem with this, right? With this exercise in general for me is, and that's why I think I want to keep Cam because he's, he's the guy in the middle. He's the guy I think is the most safe, but I do think you could get more in a trade for Clyde than you can for James Robinson. But I totally get your thinking as to like in a startup, we're definitely passing on Clyde. We might take him. We're probably fine taking James Robinson because he'd probably be on our RB2. Let's hit super flex, at which point these values are still coming way down anyways. But I think the biggest part of this exercise is we're not taking Clyde Edwards Alaire even at that draft price. We Correct. still want, you know, a round discount. And this is what this is the most crucial information that we want you guys to take away from this exercise. We're saying even 20 overall for Clyde Edwards-Alaire, too early for us. Wait around probably at least. Then you're getting into where James Robinson is and a value you're much more comfortable with. You already have two players on your roster, hopefully a running back wide receiver. And then you come back, you take Clyde, you take James Robinson. Maybe you take Cam Akers if he's still there. But again, I expect his ADP to continue to rise over the offseason. Okay, 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 okay. Final, 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 final. I got it. Keeping Cam Akers, trading James Robinson, and cutting, i.e. passing over in a dynasty startup, Clyde Edwards Elaire. Because I don't think you can get I I don't think you can get as much for for Clyde on the trade turn. I probably you probably can get a little more for James Robinson. I, I'm probably keeping Cam, cutting Clyde, and trading James Robinson. There it is. Final, final boom. That's final it. move from me. There we go. That's it. That's it, man. I love it. I love it. I think I think this is a great exercise. Uh, Destination Devi fam, I hope you guys enjoyed it. With that being said, this is it. This, that's the show. We're going to try and do this every week for you guys. Next week, we're probably going to hit on the quarterbacks. I think that's where we're going to be best is hitting off those quarterbacks because they're we talk about Superflex a lot. So we're going to hit up the quarterbacks for you next week. That being said, make sure you check out the Patreon, Patreon forward slash all gas. Subscribe for even more content. Drop this video a like and make sure you guys comment down below. Let Ray know. Can I host another show? Am I allowed? Is he going <laughs> to let me host another show? How did I do? Ray, how do you think I did? Let me know. Let the people know. How did I do? Uh, you got it. You got it going. You know, it just takes time. It takes practice. I give you a, uh, I give you a B minus on the opening. A B minus. We'll let you come back and do it again. And hopefully, hopefully you get better. You need to get better. You need to get better. But it was all right, man. B minus. I'll take it. All right, Destination Debbie fam. We'll see you guys next week. We are out. Peace.